Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jolly Jarvis, and today we are going to be talking around testing your new product ideas. So rather than jumping straight in there, creating all the things and hoping that you'll find people who want to buy it, we're going to go the other way around and we're going to look at who is it who wants to buy this and testing it as cheaply and as easily as possible whilst making it as robust as possible so you've given it a good fighting chance you've tested it you've tested who's interested what appetite there is out there for that product based on your audience based on your current audience so that you can determine is it worthwhile me venturing along this road so this all came about um for this podcast because i had a short turbo call which is something i used to do but for um people who have used them before i've kind of honored that and um So this person is a really, really lovely, creative individual. So many ideas, so much potential, so much skill and knowledge and awareness of her market, but very subject to looking at, you know, the the new opportunities and, and not following through robustly enough they'll see an opportunity and then they won't either won't follow through on it or they'll kind of half-heartedly follow through on it then kind of talk themselves out of it and we had a conversation just as a bit of a side talk really we had a conversation around actually you know what you need to work not just on what's going on in your business but also your mindset the older I get I know I've said this before and I feel like I'm aging myself in the process but the older I get the more I appreciate the impact that your mindset has and I was looking at some statistics actually this morning before the call which was ironic and um it was saying about how I think it was something like 80 88% of business success is down to mindset versus the other 12% which is skill so you can from that because an indication of that the impact that your mindset has on your business and your business performance and your performance in general I've worked with people who work with individuals and even sports and sporting individuals to help them improve their performance based on their mindset based on working on their mindset so it's huge. So if you're always talking yourself out of opportunities, if you're always telling yourself, actually, this isn't a good idea, then one of the best things that you can do is invest in yourself. Um, it doesn't have to be expensive. You can start off with books, etc., etc. but it gives you an indication and, and help progressing you in that right direction towards start getting out of your own way. And talking of which, I have a really exciting podcast with a gentleman called Justin Cunningham, who I will be interviewing for next week's sales-based podcast which will be happening a week today so I will share that with you then in the meantime let's get refocused on testing so how are we going to go about testing we have an amazing idea what do we do then well I can talk you through step by step this because I this is what I've just done so tonight I am running my workshop this is recorded on the Wednesday for the Thursday I know lastminute.com this week and in that workshop I'm going to be talking around the three-day work week now the three-day work week is something that I've been toying with for some time people want work-life balance they don't want to be working all the time I myself work four days a week well four days a week that I do go to the gym of a morning on my work days but then that means that I would do work into the evenings to sort of marry up with the American times etc but I'm basically working a four-day week and I've done that because that's what I enjoy doing that's the the balance that's the mix that works for me however when you're talking to clients they have they come to me with so many different aims So, you know, for some of them, they want to increase their sales. For some of them, then they want to increase the stability of their sales. For others, it's about actually I'm not in control of my business. And which is really interesting because that isn't something that I tend to talk about. They've read the book. They want to work with me because they believe that I can help them to achieve the outcome they are looking for. And I was speaking to somebody a few weeks ago and they were like, I've read your book. I really think you can help me. We were talking through what they were doing and they were so busy getting ready. And when I said to them, you know what? 
Don't go out and start creating all the things. Stop producing all your modules and go out there and just start selling. Sell a beta group and let them learn with you as you go. And when I say learn as you go, what would happen is, is that you would have a an outcome that you're working people towards. This only works if you really know your area of expertise, um, but it is your area of expertise, so you should do. And so what would happen is you'd put people on a course based on an outcome and you would provide them with resources and the information. And you may adapt and you may look to change the information that you put in front of them based on the pace, based on the individuals, based on the feedback that you're getting but it's kind of a learn along with me scenario and at the same time you're recording these modules and then they can go into a digital format that you can then sell that person's response was to say to me but how am I going to find a beta group and I was like well you know you're going to have to conjure up a beta group you're going to have to increase awareness of what you're doing and and sell that idea market it and sell it they were like but um but no, I, I, you know, I can't, I can't do that. I haven't got an audience. And I was like, well, why would you think that creating all these modules is going to give you an audience? And I think that's what can happen sometimes is you have this thing, you're really impressed with it, you've created it and they will come, but they won't if they don't know about it or if they don't know about you. And so that's where you need to start. So if you're thinking, you know what, I don't even have an audience to test anything on, then work, start from there. Get to know your ideal customer you know connect with them interact with them get into groups with them don't start selling them stuff that's just painful just listen to them understand what they need if you're listening to your ideal customer you're not going to go wrong where you become detached from your ideal customer and what's going on in their world is when you stop listening when you stop interacting with them so interact with them understand what they're looking for and then once you have seen a need and this individual that i was speaking to today had said to me oh yeah i put out a post and i had like 20 odd people say that they were really interested in that and need more help and I was like, so what have you done about it? And she was like, well, I did it a couple of months ago and I've not done anything. And I was like, are you for real? If that opportunity arises, if people are saying to you, I really need this, and that is something that you can help with or you can point them in the direction of, then do so. Don't hold back. Even if it's not within your normal remit, for example, the planning days that I've put together, we're now, I'm now putting on a Q2 online planning event. I'm putting on two actually, because the demand has been there. Is that my core offering? Absolutely not. But is that what my audience want? Yes. They want accountability. They want planning support. And I can give them that. So why not? If I knew somebody who could do it better, then maybe I'd pass them on to them. But I don't. So I'm doing... And I thoroughly enjoy them, actually. So that's all great. But anyway, back to this individual. So this individual had an idea. They, they, they put their feelers out. So what do they do next? Well, what I do next, what I've done with my three-day work week, is that I have put together an offering you know it's a thrive cart page where there's a bit more information and they can book on that saves me having to raise invoices and all weird and wonderful other stuff provided the information on outcomes because i have clients who've got these outcomes i've got clients who work three days a week and they get consistent between eight and ten k revenue every month okay and so that's where you know that's the outcome people are looking for so i'm saying to people if you want to know the exact steps that i teach these guys then i can help you do that because i know them i've taught them i've worked with these individuals to achieve them and so that's what i will be doing on this workshop tonight i have created um information and and, and sort of infographics around it for the presentation but how many of those did i have what did i have when i went live with this when i went live with this offering i had when I first mentioned it, I had nothing. I sent it out an email. I said, I'm thinking of doing this. Let me know if you're interested. I got 14 people replying. I thought, you know what? It's worth giving it a whirl. And so, you know, I started to market it. That's when I then got the, the ThriveCut page up and running, which wasn't, you know, it wasn't, it didn't take very long at all. The, the copy, et cetera, et cetera. You're probably looking at an hour, an hour and a half. Okay, got that page up and I marketed it. And until somebody booked on having paid, 
I didn't even create a single slide. Okay, the slides have been created, there's information, there's approaches, there's illustrations of those approaches in action, and that's brilliant. However, that was something that I did once I had those people on board. And that's how you want to be looking at testing things, is putting it out there. You know, obviously, if you're a bricklayer, don't promise plastic surgery. Stick within your remit, don't go totally off-piste and promise things that you can't deliver. I knew I could deliver this, but I wasn't gonna put the effort into creating this content until I knew that people would be willing to pay for it. People have paid for it. People have paid £47 to, to come onto the workshop and, and learn that information. I've had people from my current network, my organic network, I've had off my email list who I haven't interacted before and I've had randoms from social media posts that people have shared. And so, you know, I've got a good breadth of individuals coming on there. My target market looks to be on there and we will see. And I will share that with you on Tuesday. So that's it from me today. But if you want to go out there and test something, test it as cheaply as cost effectively I should say as possible and don't get greedy with the pricing be realistic because you want to you want to sit around that experimental level something under the 50 pound mark as an initial purchase if you want to to get new people into your world and um, you can go a little bit higher if you want if you are relying on your current individuals in your world but to give it a fair test I'd rather go less expensive around the 50 pound mark um, than go up towards the 100 pound mark um, and run the risk of putting people off purely because of, of the price um, and their understanding of the value. Um, the information I put out was very top line, very basic, uh, and so that was reflected in the price. But give it a try, give it a test. What do you have to lose? If people don't aren't interested, if you don't get any takers, then you don't run it, you don't do the slides. And then you know build up that uh, audience, put more effort in, understand more of what they want, and put out another offer. Just because it hasn't worked the first time doesn't mean with a tweaking of the messaging, you you won't get um, people nibbling on it the following time. So that's it from me. Bye for now. Happy selling.